The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to Astros Baseball, a podcast by a fan for the fans of the Houston Astros. Here's your host, Rob Fontenot. Astros Baseball is brought to you by Ram Shirts. Ram Shirts offers custom printed and embroidered apparel. They offer direct-to-garment printing for small runs and screen printing for larger runs. Follow them on Twitter and Instagram at Ram Shirts. Go to RamShirts.com for all your custom apparel needs. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball. In this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about some awards that the Astros have won. I'll also give you a little bit of information that I found on the Justin Verlander situation that I spoke about last time. And then we'll take a look at the Astros 2022 roster and see how that's shaping up. But let's get started with this. Carlos Correa wins the Platinum Glove Award, and that is awarded to the best defensive player in each league. So Correa is the winner for the American League, very well deserved. As Astro fans, we all know by watching him every day just how good he is. He has amazing range, and even more impressive is that cannon for an arm. Very well deserved, Carlos Correa. Congratulations. The Astros won the Gold Glove Team Award. I actually didn't even know this existed. But they are the best defensive team in the American League. And you look at our lineup, you got Yuli Gurriel, who's a gold glove first baseman. Altuve, who had the yips last year, but not this year. He played a very, very good second base. Of course, you have Carlos Correa, the best defense, uh, defensive player in Major League Baseball. Bregman was out most of the year, but... He did okay. Brantley's really good. Kyle Tucker had a great season. The guys, all the guys that we put in center field, Jake Myers, Chaz McCormick, Siri, they all made some very good plays. So not surprised. Not surprised that the Astros are the best team defensively in the American League. There are seven Astros up for the all-Major League Baseball team. You have Yuli Gurriel, Altuve, Correa, Alvarez, Tucker, Lance McCullers Jr., and Presley. Looking at this list, you know all seven of these guys aren't going to be all MLB team. The two guys that I think have the best chance is Carlos Correa and Kyle Tucker. So we'll see how that, that goes. I know Kyle Tucker is one of the best He's very underrated. It, it's kind of weird that he's one of the best players in Major League Baseball, but he's also one of the most underrated. 
I, I don't think people know how good this dude is. He's very, very good, and we'll see. I think he has a chance. On social media yesterday, Yuli Gurriel announced that they're going to have another little pina. So congrats to Yuli Gurriel, my favorite player. And this is a, one of the reasons besides the hair and just overall his mannerisms and the way he acts. I really, I really just like him overall. I like his play. But the social media presence, you know, him and Martin Maldonado, they don't just do like promotions and and talk about things. They they share their lives with us. And that's one thing that I, I like about these guys, and that's why uh Yuli and Maldonado are both in my top five for my favorite Astros. And I don't know how you feel about that, but I think it's very nice of them to, you know, let us in on that kind of stuff. So here's the information that I found about Justin Verlander, and I didn't even know this, but this is from a story I read, and I, I copied it and pasted it on Twitter for everybody to read. But it says the Astros players revolted when Justin Verlander was scheduled to throw out the first pitch during the postseason, telling owner Jim Crane that they preferred someone else considering JV has not been around all season. So I don't know if there is some animosity between the players and Justin Verlander, between Justin Verlander and the Astros. Verlander is a free agent. Uh, Jim Crane said they were actively going after him. We talked about it on the last show that he's looking good. And they're going to go after him. But is there some kind of riff? Or is this all made up? A lot of people on Twitter said, or their opinion, they didn't say this, but their opinion is that it's just made up. And I don't know what to think of it. I can't imagine. They Some, some people were saying that the players could care less who... Throws out the first pitch. I don't even know if that's true. I don't even know if that's true. I'm going to try to find out. We'll see if I can find out some more information about this for you. But I don't know why they would care. I mean, maybe, you know, some people are hurt and they stick around. McCullers was hurt. He was rehabbing and he was still in the dugout. So maybe it is true. I thought about that during the season. You know, when, when people are hurt, you know, they're rehabbing during the day and they're at the game at night, but Verlander was nowhere to be seen. So this could totally be true. I don't know. Does it even matter? I don't know. But if it does, this would be one thing that leans towards Verlander not coming back to the Astros. All right, next thing. Talking about the payroll, Jim Crane said he made it clear that his plans are for the Astros to remain in contention in the American League. And he says the payroll next season will once again be one of the highest in baseball. So the Astros return a strong core, and this is even without Correa. 
So I'm, I'm doing the roster. If you're a free agent, I'm leaving you off of here. So you have Maldonado, Castro, Yuli Gurriel, Altuve, Alex Bregman, Brantley, Myers, Tucker, Siri, Chaz McCormick, Jordan Alvarez, Oledmus Diaz, Taylor Jones, McCullers, Framber, Urquidy, Garcia, Odorizzi, Javier, Presley, Stanek, Maton, Taylor, Baez, Bilek, Abreu, Scrub. We have a lot of guys coming back. So our catching group is still there. We are in need of a shortstop, but the Astros claim that they are trying to sign Carlos Correa. I don't think... I know they offered him like $34 million a year. But it's my opinion, and I'm sticking to it, that it's going to take 10 years. It's going to take... Carlos Correa will not take a contract less than 10 years. That is, that's my prediction, and the Astros won't do it. So I'm already prepared to go ahead without Carlos Correa. Now, my opinion is that Jeremy Pena will be a shortstop next year. But I thought about this last night. Maybe not at the beginning of the year. Because, you know, they are going to have to manipulate his contract. And someone said the other day, you can't just throw Jeremy Pena in there. You're going to ruin him. Or I can't remember what word they used or how they described that. But think about it. Carlos Correa was in the minor leagues for like a year and a half. He wasn't in there very long at all. He went through it very fast. And of course, they called him up at the deadline where they where the year doesn't count. Somewhere at the beginning of the year. We all know what that is. I just don't know the date off the top of my head. But Pena, the, guy, the kid is good. Why, why can't he be ready? It's a $600,000 option versus a $34 million 10-year contract. No. Would I want Carlos Correa back? Yes. Do I wish he would take a five-year, $160 million deal? Yes. I just, I just think he's going to be gone. Nothing negative against Correa. He, in my opinion, like I said, he's just gone. So here's something about, if you look at this roster, I said Jake Myers in center field or one of the outfielders. But as you, you remember in the playoffs, he hurt his shoulder, you know, trying to catch that. I think it was a home run. He hurt his shoulder on the outfield wall. But he's going to miss some time at the beginning of the year, so he won't be on the roster. So your starting lineup will probably be Brantley, Tucker, and a combination of Siri and Chaz McCormick. So we're still good. We've got the same guys. We're still going to have Alvarez at DH. Maldonado, Yuli, Altuve, Alex Bregman. Alex Bregman had that surgery on his wrist. And he was injured. And I'm assuming the Astros knew about it and he kept playing. But maybe, maybe they shouldn't have let him play. I don't know if I covered this on the last episode, but maybe he struggled, and that's why he was struggling. 
I think if you you put that information out there, it makes them look more heroic, but it also gives people a chance to say, hey, this guy's hurt, set him down. But we got a very, very good core coming back. You look at the rotation. You're going to have McCullers come back, Framber, a healthy Urquidy. If Urquidy goes through spring training healthy, look how much better we are. Framber comes healthy. McCullers will be healthy. Luis Garcia in his third season with the Astros. And you also have Jake Odorizzi coming back. And some things that I've read is that the relationship with Odorizzi and the Astros isn't a good one. So there's a chance they... And this is my opinion. I didn't read anything about them trading him. But they maybe they could trade him. But here's what I wanted to say. Don't count out Jake Odorizzi. If, if Jake Odorizzi is on the team, don't count him out. That's one, two, three, four, five. That's six starting pitchers. And again, that puts Christian Javier in the bullpen. And that, you could see from last year, what a waste. Look back at the coffee game when he spilled coffee on his jersey. That guy is a good starter. And from what I've read, I think there's something in here. But what I've read is Christian Javier should. This is from Brian McTaggart. He should be in the rotation next year. That's where we will probably see him. So if you look at that, maybe, I think they're going to make a deal for Odorizzi, and Odorizzi is going to be gone. And I also read, and don't quote me on this, but that Jim Crane said, our rotation is fine. He likes the way our rotation is. I mean, if you look at it, you got McCullers, Frambert, Urquidy, Garcia, Javier. I mean, I kind of feel the same way as most of you listening, that we need an ace, we need a Verlander, a Garrett Cole type person, and I would assume they'd go out and get one. So for them, it was either Crane or Click, but one of them said... They're content with their uh, rotation. But don't don't count out trading one of these guys. I don't know who they would trade. I know they could get rid of Odorizzi if somebody needs a pitcher. Maybe to get a veteran shortstop. Maybe they sign a veteran shortstop. They said their priority is shortstop, so maybe it won't be Jeremy Pena. Maybe I'm wrong about this. Maybe he'll be... They, maybe they'll sign a guy to a one-year or two-year deal and Pena... Pena's already in AAA. So you're talking about him being in AAA for two more years. So I think they... I think they go with Pena or they or they try to sign someone for a one-year contract. Who knows? Who knows what they're going to do? But you look at the bullpen. Presley's coming back. Stanek is coming back. And the one missing from this equation is Kendall Graveman. Hopefully the Astros can get him back. I don't even know the interest Graveman will have. He's going to be a free agent, gets to pick where he wants to go. If he wants to come back to Houston, then you know he enjoyed his time here. Someone on Twitter had made a statement that something, something about the Astros' toxic environment that whenever a player leaves, they talk about how they didn't like it there. I don't even know where they're getting this information, but 
Let's keep going here. You got Presley Stanick, Phil Maton, who turned out to be a very, very good trade. Love this kid. He could go up and be the seventh inning guy. Stanick moved to the eighth. Stanick used to be the eighth inning guy until we got Graveman. I do hope they get Graveman back, but if they don't, I think we'll be fine. You got Blake Taylor. Uh, Brooks Raley's a free agent. I don't know what they do. I know Dusty Baker loves him. So if they don't re-sign Brooks Raley, look for Taylor to be our lefty. Pedro Baez, who I believe signed a two-year deal. He was dealing with COVID and injuries. He, he was a non-factor last year, but he'll be back. Hopefully he's healthy. Belak will be back. You got Brian Abreu, uh, Scrub. So looking at the bullpen, you are going to lose Graveman. Hopefully they sign him. And Yimmy Garcia, this guy is interesting. I'm not sure if they're going to get him. I'm not sure if they're even going to try to get him, but I would assume that they would. I would assume that they would talk to him. He didn't look great in the regular season, as you know, but who did Dusty go to every game? He went to this guy... In big spots, I think Yimmy Garcia comes... I mean, you, you don't know because they're free agents, right? But why not Why not play with a team that you know is going to contend? So we'll see. I don't even know if they want him back, but I would assume they do. I would assume they'd want Yimmy Garcia back. I'd like to see Yimmy back. I'd like to see Graveman back. Uh, let's go here. You got Grinky. McTaggart said he appears to be at the end of the line in this great career. So his time in Houston is likely over. I don't see Grinky coming back for some reason. Marvin Gonzalez is a free agent. In my opinion, zero chance that they sign him. If you count the players that I listed over here earlier, and that is not even without a shortstop, it's already 27 players. So I don't know. I don't think they sign Marwin. And here's something that I, I promise you folks, I thought about this. Because I consider Taylor Jones a friend. And it just, you look at the roster and, you know, you have D, Alvarez at DH, Yuli Gurriel at first base. They're totally stacked in the outfield. Taylor Jones is stuck at this AAA get called up when someone gets hurt. It says he could go, you know, to be in a backup role, but he goes on to say that he could benefit from a change of scenery. He's 28 years old. And so personally, if you like a player, I think I would rather see him get traded just so he gets an opportunity. There's got to be a team out there you know, the first two times he was with the Astros last year, we've talked about this, he didn't have a great run, or I don't want to say season, but his his little run, his first two times, he didn't do very well. But the last time he did good. He did very good, but he hit the COVID protocol and he never came back. But he deserved to come back. But, you know, you have uh, Myers, and then Siri got called up, and they just blocked him. They they traded for Marwin Gonzalez. He blocked him, but he won't be here anymore. 
But if you look at it, he can play left field. He could play first. He could DH. And he also plays third base in minor leagues. So we still haven't had a chance to see him play third to be the tallest player to ever play third. So maybe he does stay. Why get rid of him? He did great. But personally, if he's not going to make the roster, I, I wouldn't mind seeing him flourish somewhere else. I'm a fan of Taylor Jones for life. So that's the roster. Myers is injured. And it looks, I mean, we got a great team. Colors, Framber, Kitty, Garcia, Christian Javier. Got a great outfield even with, with Myers gone for a while. The Astros are a shortstop. I mean, it's just shortstop and bullpen. They got to sign either Correa or or sign another veteran, and then they've got to get these other guys. They got to get Graveman and Yimmy, or maybe there's some other free agent bullpen guys. Are they going to try to get an ace? Who knows? So it's shortstop, ace, bullpen. We'll have to see in the future what the Astros are going to go after. But even if they make zero moves, they're still going to be competitive. But Jim Crane said, our payroll is once again going to be the highest in baseball. And if you take Verlander's $30 million, you take the $30 million, I don't. I, I think the Diamondbacks pay some of Grinke's uh, contracts. So let's say it's $15 to $20 million. There's plenty of money left over, so they're going to go get some good players. I guarantee you that. They're going to go get some good players, or they're going to spend it all on Correa. I don't know. Because just think about it, folks. What if Correa goes to another team and he's hurt all the time? You're going to be glad we didn't get him. If Correa goes to another team and he's as good as he is, maybe he's even better. We're going to be upset. So the Carlos Correa saga continues. My opinion that he's gone, I, I don't know. I don't know if he wants to stay here. I don't know why you wouldn't. This is the only team he knows. He's very close to these guys on this roster. Yuli Gurriel, Bregman, Altuve. He's close with these guys, so why wouldn't he want to stay? Anyways, I've been rambling on, and I'll let you guys go. Thanks for listening to this episode of Astros Baseball. Be sure to subscribe to be alerted when there's a new episode. Follow Rob on Twitter at Rob Fontenot. With the McDonald's app, you can get your favorite thing delivered to your door. So if you were looking for a reason to skip washing those dishes you left in the sink, consider this a sign. Right now, get $0 delivery fee with any purchase of $15 or more, only in the app. At participating McDonald's, minimum purchase excludes tax and service fees. Delivery prices may be higher than in restaurants. Other fees may apply. Not valid with any other offer, discount, or coupon.